If you're an entrepreneur, then the work you do is sacred. And this podcast is here to help you create more money, more freedom, and more impact as you do it. Welcome to Sacred Work, the go-to podcast for women in business ready to learn about sacred selling, sales funnels, and online business strategy. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and let's dive into a brand new episode. Hi, beauty. Welcome back to Sacred Work. My name is Taylor Ray. I'm the creator of Sacred Funnels. I'm a funnel strategist, a business coach, a podcaster, but I just want you to think of me as your sacred selling BFF. I'm here to help you increase profitability, get your sacred work in front of those that need it, and create the freedom that you started this all for in the first place. Oh, all the good stuff. And again, as always, I'm back with another episode helping you to do just that. And this one, I want to dive in on why you just don't need a big audience in order to launch your business. Dun, dun, dun. I know. I feel like this is one of the biggest myths. I feel like this is one of those things that everybody thinks they need to have first and they can sometimes really let it hold them back in terms of just getting themselves out there. And if this is you right now, you're in the right place, okay? This is going to help you with that. And just debunk some of those myths and really show you why you can do things without a big audience, what to do instead. Okay, so the first thing, let's just dive right into the good stuff. I don't want to dilly-dally. The first thing I want to talk about is really getting clear on your offer and your client needs. Now, I deep dive this in episode 289, where I really went over those three steps to become a standout and irresistible to your audience. And one of the things that I spoke about in there was the importance of making sure that you are very clear on the pain point that your audience has and the solution that you provide. I really deep dived this, so highly recommend you listen to that episode next if you haven't already. But to sort of give you an overarching view and to summarize it really quickly, it's really critical that you are so clear about what your audience is looking for. What are they struggling with right now? And what solution would they ideally want? Okay. It's so important that you are really clear on one outcome, not muddling it up with multiple different outcomes or multiple different solutions, really clear what is the result and why do they need it? And if you can nail that, that already you're like out of the bag, like you're off and running. If you can get clear on that and really understand what the need of your audience is, then basically there's no way this isn't going to work out for you. Like you are going to go forward with so much confidence knowing that you are providing the exact thing that your audience is looking for. And that is giving you a leg up already. You don't need a big audience for that. Like you can do that on your own. You can do a whole bunch of market research. I really deep dived again in episode 289 exactly how to do that. So make sure you do your market research. Make sure you figure out how to turn yourself into an irresistible standout authority and how to really put together a solution that your audience is craving even if your audience is really small. And when I say audience, just think of the world, like literally think global in terms of all the people out there who you will potentially reach at some point. There's billions of people who have access to the internet. If you have the internet, which you do because you're listening to this podcast, you've got everything that you need in order to reach them. So while your audience might feel small right now, just recognize the fact that it's a global audience that you have out there and that is accessible to you. And they will come into your space. And the best way that you can do that is by making sure that you have an offer that's really going to attract them, okay? That's going to put you leagues ahead of anything else because if you have something that people need, they're going to line up to get it. Okay, so that's the first bit. The second bit is really making sure that you're focusing on the right things. So I think a lot of the time we think to ourselves, oh, you know, I've only got a few hundred Instagram followers. I don't really think that I can launch a business off the back of that. I need to have thousands. Got to hit that 10,000 mark, blah, blah, blah. 
all of those like limiting beliefs that we allow to get in our way. And it is just not true, especially if you're just focusing on those social media metrics. Number one, let's think about it. If you had a room of 500 people who were looking at you, isn't that impressive? Like if you were literally on a stage and 500 people came to hear from you and to hear what it is that you had, don't you think that would be amazing to fill a room with 500 people? Put a little perspective when it comes to the number of people that are following you. 500 people in a room listening to you, that's a pretty solid room. So that's the first thing that you definitely want to think about in terms of the numbers. Don't get so caught up in the big shiny numbers and the shiny metrics. That's the first thing. But also think to yourself like, yes, okay, social media, it's very powerful. We love it. It's a beautiful place to connect with your audience. But the main thing that you always want to be thinking about is how you can build your list. So when I say your list, I mean your email list, because at the end of the day, social media is amazing and it's a great place to get traffic, but you don't own it. You don't own that data. The platforms could shut down tomorrow. And if you haven't been utilizing those platforms in order to build your email marketing list, which is the only data that you actually own, then realistically, your business could fall over tomorrow anyway. So don't think that a big, shiny social media number is the be all end all because it's not. If you are putting the effort in behind the scenes to build your email list, you're going to have a much more engaged, much more captivated, much more ready to buy audience than you are if you've just got a big, shiny Instagram audience, (laughs) really, at the end of the day. You can connect with people on such a deeper level via email. And like I said, it's data that you own. So if social media platforms go down tomorrow, that's fine. You can still email your list, get in touch with them, make sure that they know that you're still around. So I know how powerful it is to be able to really get clear on what you need to focus on in your business. I think that it can be one of the most powerful things when you have clarity because it means that you can really get clear on the actions that you need to be taking. And one of the things that helps me to get really, really clear is using my sacred funnel calculator. That's right. I have put together a calculator that literally breaks down what your revenue projections are going to be in your business based on the funnels that you have in place. There's three different funnels that the calculations are done for you. It's all broken down. It's all in a really easy to use spreadsheet. And the best bit, it's 100% free. So I put this calculator together because I think that when you have clarity around the potential with your funnel, it gets really beautiful because you really know what you need to be focusing on in order to drive the bottom line in your business. So I have this calculator available for you right now. It is free and you can download it by heading to sacredfunnels.com forward slash calculator. Okay, so one of the best ways that we can do that is by setting up a very simple and easy lead magnet funnel. This is one of the best things that you can do because this is going to mean that you are leveraging your list no matter what platform you're on. You're not even relying on having a huge audience. You can tap into lots of other audiences and I'll get to that in a sec in the next two points. You know, what you can do is make sure that you have some sort of lead magnet, some sort of freebie, something that you give people in exchange for an email address that is so specific to the solution that you provide in your paid offer. That's critical. And then make sure that that is set up and you have a funnel platform set up. You know, you can use platforms like Leadpages, Kajabi, ClickFunnels. You can use a lot of email marketing platforms actually have their own inbuilt landing page builders now like ActiveCampaign, ConvertKit, lots of different things that you can do in order to build a really simple one page, not even a full website. It's literally one page where you're telling people what the lead bank is. There's a little form that's for their first name, their email address, and to submit. And that's it. 
that's all that you actually need to have. And then basically all that's going to happen there is they're going to opt in and you're going to send them that lead magnet or that freebie. They're going to get access to that and bam, you're building your list and it's all happening beautifully. So this is super important. And you know, you're going to start to get a few people just dropping in. People are going to start to come in and they're going to start to join your list. And before you know it, these are going to be your warmest leads. These are going to be the people who appreciate hearing from you the most. They're going to be the most interactive. They're going to be the people who are the most likely to buy. And then when you have your paid offer, product, service, whatever it is that you have, they're going to be the most engaged and ready to purchase. So the first thing is to make sure you're clear on your offer and your needs. The second is to get away from the shiny metrics and make sure you're focusing on building your email list. And the third is to look at other areas that you can leverage other people's audiences. Like you don't have to have a big audience yourself in order to launch your business. Yes, you want to make sure people know about your products and your services, but it doesn't have to be your audience. You can leverage other people's audiences. And one of the best ways that you can do that is inside Facebook groups. So inside Facebook groups, not yours, other people's, you can actually get in there, engage, provide value. And some Facebook groups are even going to allow you to post and promote yourself, to promote your offers. So I really recommend think about your industry, think about who your ideal client is and start to seek out Facebook groups that are your specific ideal client avatar. Like whoever your person would be, think to yourself, where would they be hanging out? So go and find those Facebook groups that already have thousands of people already engaged in there and start to connect, start to show up in there, start to provide value, answer people's questions. These people are very quickly going to become a little bit intrigued. They're probably going to check you out. And if you've got your lead magnet funnel set up in place, straight away, you're going to be able to move them from just connecting with you online into being a part of your email list. Okay. So that takes us back to the second point, which is great. And so this is how you can really do it. There are Facebook groups as well that are actually paid Facebook groups. So you can actually pay to be a part of that and then post and promote and things like that as well. So those are definitely options that you can look into, whether you want to go down the paid or the free route, there's definitely options for both. So do a little bit of research and find where it is that you can hang out in a way that's going to connect you with an audience that's already engaged. They are your ideal client. They're looking for the solution that you provide. And on top of that, I also wanted to mention getting on other people's podcasts, leveraging other people's audiences. This is a massive one and often underutilized where people think, again, they need to have a huge audience themselves in order to become a guest speaker on a podcast, but it is just not true. You are able to pitch yourself to podcasts, to put your media kit together, reach out, again, connect, provide value, you know, build the relationships. And really at the end of the day, if you have something very valuable that again is a really good fit for the audience that's been captured and cultivated by that particular podcast, more than likely they're going to want to have you on because that's going to provide really beautiful value for their audience. So you're showing up, you're giving up your time, you're providing value, and in exchange, you're getting a lot of exposure to a really beautiful and engaged audience that is going to see you as an expert because you being on there as a guest basically is like a referral. You know, you're being put in front of them as someone that is an expert and is the go-to person based on your field. So don't be afraid to pitch yourself, put together a beautiful media kit, Start to build those relationships with, you know, the hosts of podcasts that you want to be a part of and then start to reach out. It's really not that hard. I know that it can feel a little bit scary and, you know, the fear of failure or the fear of rejection. But at the end of the day, like there's honestly nothing to fear. You're just putting yourself out there. You're saying yes to opening yourself up to opportunities and you really are going around in a way that is going to help you provide a lot of value, connect with potential clients, connect with a bigger audience 
those people are going to connect with you and come across to your audience and then they'll go into your funnel and they'll join your list. And before you know it, you will have a really beautiful, profitable, engaged, beautiful, successful business. And that's the goal. So don't be afraid to leverage other people's audiences and to tap in that way in terms of building your own. So there you go. Those are three simple and easy to follow steps in order to really launch your business regardless of the size of audience that you have. Like I said before, it's so important that you just let go of the vanity metrics or the big shiny numbers. Don't put more weight on them than is necessary and really realize that there are so many different ways that you can be launching and getting your business out there getting your products and services in front of people who need them outside of just having, you know, 10,000 Instagram followers. Yes, that's amazing. We love it. We celebrate having, you know, engaged audiences wherever we choose to show up. But there are lots of different ways that you can build your audience. And at the end of the day, if you sit around waiting to launch your business before you have a big audience, you'll just be waiting forever because you're basically going to stop yourself from showing up. And showing up is the thing that actually creates the audience. So it's like chicken and the egg. (laughs) If you wait, you'll just be waiting forever. So don't let yourself be held back. Don't stop yourself from putting out the thing that people actually need. That's not just a disservice to you, but it's a disservice to them as well. And go for it. Literally go for it. Okay. So I hope you've gotten a lot out of this episode. If you have, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star review over on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen. And of course, it also means a lot to hear from you. So if you loved it, screenshot the episode, share it on social, tag me at this is Tayray, or of course, you can send me a DM on all socials at that handle as well. I love hearing from you. If you have any questions or follow-ups, please don't be afraid to send a message. All right, beauty, thank you so much. I will catch you next week. Bye.